Hello out to all you wonderful people. This is Andre the Game Idea Guy. Thank you once again for lending me your time and your ear listening to another Gamer's Thoughts discussion. And huh, <clears throat> there's actually a couple subjects on the docket for me today. First one being Switch OLEDs are sold out. Now, I remember there was this very loud group it's a very small group that was very loud saying that the, the OLED model isn't for anyone. Who wants this? Who's willing to pay that extra $50 for a switch? Now, I've gone back over some of the comments that I responded to myself on Twitter and things. <clears throat> Just to go back and find that several of those people that basically said there was no point to the Switch OLED model, whether it be the white one or the multicolored one. There's no point to it. It shouldn't exist because it doesn't really do anything for it. It doesn't improve anything. Yeah, I, I, I see people that follow me, people that are mutual to me. They, they, uh, they're having a hard time finding it because it's sold out everywhere. Or at least mostly the Dread model, which is what I'm going to call the, the white one. It's the Dread model. Because, come on now. Metroid Dread and that go together like peanut butter and jelly. It just makes sense. But I'm just looking at like y'all just how were they almost all sold out for the $50 price increase that everybody said was going to be pointless and Nintendo was wasting their money doing it. Well, not everybody. Just that loud group. Everybody in that loud group said this. How is it that it's sold out and I, I have come to realize that several of you have purchased it and you're showing it off. Huh. Now, I mean, I, I kind of understood the casual audience. The majority of them out there, especially for people that didn't own Switches, they were probably like, oh, this is a good chance to get a Switch and get a new game that they're touting. A really new game. That they're touting along with their Switch. Because they both launched the same day. That I understood. I understood that a good deal of people. Especially again in the casual market. Were likely to purchase it. Because it doesn't alienate the consumer base. And everything works together across the board. So. I, I understood that that was going to happen. I mean even. Even though. Yes, the onboard storage is only about 64 gigabytes. Um, I understood that that was going to happen. And there were definitely some quality of life improvements made to other parts of the Switch. Outside of changing the internal hardware. Which meant that there were a bunch of people that ended up getting this that didn't need to if they already owned the Switch. And had a micro SDXC card in their switch 
So, um, loud crowd, why y'all buying these up? If it if it doesn't do anything, it doesn't improve anything in any way, shape, or form. There is it's useless and pointless. Then why are you getting it? Why are you guys getting it? I would really love to know because I am so curious as to why you said that this is pointless and people shouldn't be wasting their money on it, but yet you do. And yeah, I already know the thing is that somebody's going to say, "Well, they traded in." their they, they traded in their OG model switch to get it or they traded in their switch light to get it no 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 mm-mm. that excuse is not allowed because either way there's a value to either that OG switch or that light and that value got added to what you were doing to purchase the other one one way or the other you still had to spend money on it you still had to put money toward it. So don't think that you're going to use the trade-in thing as a way to get around it. It's still a value given for a value. And most of the time when you're trading in, your value is far less than the actual product is when it's brand new. So we're not going to let that one slide. So, uh, do those people have anything to say? If you come across this discussion, anyhow. That being said, let's move on to the main subject for this discussion. And that is Metroid Dread itself. Now, before I go into this, I don't have it. I do not have Metroid Dread. I am jealous of everybody that does have Metroid Dread right now. Because I do want to play it. But that requires a lot of stuff that I don't have right now. So I can't do it. That said. <clears throat> that, okay. There was an article. like, And I just happened to come across it. Or it bit, bits of it. Where they screen capped and showed the different paragraphs. And stuff. I was like. I'm glad I didn't actually have to click the article. To read. What was said? Because I don't want to give them a boost for this. But somebody's having trouble playing Metroid Dread. And they're finding the game to be frustrating. Now, to my knowledge, the game does give you a bit of hand-holding early on. To kind of teach you how to ingratiate yourself in the environment of the game. And then eventually the training wheels come off. And you're on your own. That's kind of how every Metroid game works besides the original and I think two. Actually, I think two even did it. And I mean two like legitimate two like the Game Boy version of two and that's Samus Returns. Every other Metroid after that Definitely held your hand through the game. Now this uh, particular person. That wrote this article. Honestly I don't even know what their name is. Complained that there's no easier setting. For. Metroid Dread. And somewhere along the way. They said something about accessibility. And I'm like. 
Do y'all know the difference between accessibility and easy mode? Because easy mode does not equate to accessibility. And that was one of the... Like, they kind of just threw it in there as a side note. It's like... You do know that... There are other ways to make games accessible for people. Besides an easy mode. And And I've done a whole discussion on this. I don't have a problem with games having easy modes... If the designer wants to put them in the game. If they do not, I don't have a problem with that either. Not every game is meant to be for every person. That's why people have different likes and dislikes. So, we'll we'll cast that aside. But there's other ways to make accessibility options available for people. As far as video games are concerned. Like what Microsoft did when they made that different controller that that people that are disabled could use. That are physically disabled could use. That's an accessibility option. Having a color blindness mode in your game is an accessibility option. Having an option that allows you to visually see on on screen cues in place of sound would be an accessibility option for people who are deaf. Those are accessibility options. An easy mode is not an accessibility option. You could play, you could be a disabled person and play a game on its highest difficulty setting and complete it and enjoy completing it. That is not the same thing as having an easy mode because you wish to blow through the game very quickly. Or having a mode where the game tells you where everything is. You might as well just say you want a debug mode available from Jump. So that you don't have to spend the time and actually ingratiate yourself in the experience of the game. Now, it was mostly, it wasn't even that the person's opinion of the game is that they didn't like it. Fine. Don't like it. That's not my problem. My problem is the complaints that the game isn't tailor-made to how you want it to be in order for you to play it. But then to also go and claim, oh, but I love Metroid. No, you don't love Metroid because if you were a Metroid fan, then you would know that there are some staples Of the Metroid series. Like, you know, shooting around different walls to see if you find an object that you just may not have seen. Because the walls usually don't give you any indication of where hidden items are. You actually have to search. And yeah, there'll be upgrades in the game that will allow that to work easier at some point. But your general arm cannon can actually find the majority of upgrades and items in the game. And the more upgrades and items you get, the easier the game becomes. Now, if you do not have the dexterity to keep up with or learn different patterns of different bosses, because that, I think that was their main, their main gripe, is that a lot of the boss fights were too, too difficult. Okay. Cool. Then it's not a game for you. It really legitimately is just not a game for you. 
But you can't claim you love Metroid and want to enjoy the full thing for the story. One, most of Metroid's story is told through its gameplay. It's always been that way. Now, from what I understand, Dread does have cutscenes in it. But most of the story of any Metroid game has always been told through its gameplay. You don't just get the story through a bunch of scenes. You get the story by playing and experiencing the game. By being put in Samus' shoes. That's what happens. You don't just get to ingratiate yourself in the story through bits of dialogue and some scenes that you have no control over. That's not how Metroid has worked. Even with the Prime series. So, don't tout yourself as someone who loves Metroid because you clearly do not. <laughs> I hate that type of, uh, I can't say I hate, but I dislike it when people try to be that phony about something. Like, seriously, just say, this is your first time playing Metroid. You didn't know what to expect. You did not know what was going to be in front of you when you came into it. Even though there were multiple options at which you could have played any other game in the series before you picked up this one. Now, granted, Nintendo did say that they have a thing catching you up on the events of the story thus far. That does not catch you up on how the game works, the mechanics in general, and how they usually play. I mean, this is a game that kind of brought a, an entire genre into popularity. So there are going to be some quirks within that. That you would have to... That you'd have to be adjusted to. And that's not something that you're just going to pick up on. Unless you yourself are highly adaptable. And not everybody is highly adaptable. Some people need to learn things through repetition. So. Hearing that. And then. Understanding that. Yo this. This is just not for you. Like you could just say that. Like your experience with it was negative. Because you didn't one. Know what to expect. And two. It just wasn't a game that you were involved in. Prior to the launching of the most recent one. I I see no issue with that. Sort of statement. I do see an issue with. Saying a game that you basically have to be a masochist in order to enjoy a game that challenges you, which is, that's a little dumb. I'm going to say that out loud because uh, masochism and, and Metroid aren't the same thing. And yeah, every game that is meant to challenge you as a player has some sort of frustrating moment in it. With Metroid, it's always been about exploring and finding what makes your character stronger and more able to traverse the area they're in. Actually, with most uh, Metroidvania-style games now, that has always been the case. Some are clearly far easier than others, 
but there are several that still operate more like Metroid originally did and always has. Where you, the player, have to learn to adjust how you take on a situation rather than just blindly running into it and not knowing what you're doing. Again, this exploration and searching, that's all Metroid has ever been as far as gameplay is concerned. So, if again, if it's not your taste, cool, no biggie. If you would suggest that there are people who have your same sensibilities as far as games are concerned, that they shouldn't play it, I actually understand that. But don't proclaim to love the series when this is your clearly your first game based on what you stated. And on top of that, it just doesn't fit your taste. Like I think that that would have been better for your review to say, hey, these are the things that frustrated me. These are the things that I didn't like about this game. And here are a few things that I did like, but I suggest if you have similar sensibilities to myself that you not put your time into this because you will not enjoy the experience. Simple. Like, why do... I'm sorry for all of the traffic noise, but why do we have to have so many people shoot themselves in the foot instead of actually just, you know, using their brains and diving into the subject from an angle that doesn't, one, put them in a position to make themselves out to be a liar, which this person did, and two, it gets the point across that they're trying to make without it sounding damaging to the game itself. Because, I mean, honestly, the people that are Metroid fans, from what I've heard from every one of them, the game is good. It's enjoyable. It's, it's everything they expected it to be and more. And even from some people who have never touched a Metroid game before, but they seem to be highly adaptive, they play a lot of different types of games, they seem to enjoy it. So if this particular person just doesn't get with the formula of that game, cool. You don't like it. That's it. Tell what you don't like about the game. Maybe there is something that could be improved upon it. Approved upon from it. But then to throw shots at Mercury Steam for this game, and then I'm like, you clearly did not play Samus Returns. Like, you quite clearly did not touch that game. Because from what I could see, just me looking at it, both games are very similar in how they play. Dread just does some stuff that wasn't available to be done in Samus Returns. It, it, it adds to it. Okay, well, I think I'm, I'm done. I think my little rant there is over. But it's just one of those things where you're like, you really wrote this. And you told on yourself because of what you wrote, because of what you said. 
So I'm like, hmm. How did you get here? Like, I mean, yeah, I can understand. Maybe you were extremely excited. You were extremely excited for this game. And then it just turned out to not be what you thought it was going to be. And everybody else that hyped it up to said, oh, this was an amazing experience. You just don't dive the same way they do. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but don't, don't come out being a pretender and then, and then bash it from that perspective. It's an awful perspective to talk about it from. Because any, like I said, anybody who's played any Metroid games and, and they're a fan of the series could literally pick up on where you're bullshitting. So, I'm done with that. Um, if anybody hears this and they know of the person in question, please feel free to tag them to listen to this. And maybe they'll have a rebuttal. Maybe. Um... I don't know who it was, to be perfectly honest. I've only just seen screenshots, which is why I can only talk about what I saw from my perspective of the screenshots of their article. Like, you're, you're allowed to not like a game. I'm not agitated at that. It's the way you tried to pretend you were a fan of the series, which quite clearly you were not. <laughs> like... And then get mad about things that the series has always done. That's my problem. That That's my big problem. Especially for the 2D games. It's always done it. So, that's it. Thank you guys very much for listening. Keep your eyes and ears up for more stuff from me. And until the next time, enjoy your games and peace out everybody.